0: This is Wisconsin's Weekend Morning
1: News with Libby Collins.
2: And a very good Sunday morning to you. It's Mother's Day. Do you have special plans for your mom today? Why?
1: I So I have two moms, and I do not, honestly. Uh, for a long time, we didn't celebrate Mother's Day on Mother's Day. We would celebrate it on Father's Day because mother's day was right in the middle of AP testing season for me and my sister for a good okay. 6 years in high school so this was like the busiest and most stressful point of our lives so we just annexed father's day because we weren't we weren't using it anyway
2: so so it's a tradition so you'll you'll be celebrating in June then yeah
1: absolutely well,
2: all right well we'll check in with you on father's day then oh, i'm celebrating mother's day and one of the ways i have always celebrated mother's day is I make the trek out to get the flowers the week before. And we've got TMJ4 meteorologist Brenda Johnson here. And Brendan, Brendan, mm. what are you doing to me? Uh. I ha- I spent a fortune on flowers this week. I I have I haven't even put them all into the ground yet. They're just sort of surrounding mm. my house. What are you doing to us tonight? <laughs> I know. I know. And,
3: you know, you are not the only one. I've heard so many folks that said, you know, I dropped 50 a $100 oh. at the garden center and I have all these flowers. Well, I tell you, Libby, I was at the garden center last Thursday with the storm chaser and I saw all these signs out that said they, the flowers that they were selling, some of them didn't like temperatures under 45 degrees. Oh. Well, during the month of May, we still can get some pretty chilly nights. And uh, that is what we're looking at here. A couple times of, uh, During the next seven days. So today... It's a little bit rainy for the moms out there. I'm really sorry, uh, but you can celebrate mom indoors. The reason why the temperatures tonight are going to fall so quickly is because high pressure is going to kick all these clouds and rain out of here tonight. So low in Milwaukee, down to around 43. Oh. We could have some inland temperatures in the upper 30s. So
2: Say it isn't so, yeah. Brendan. You can't do this to us. It's I, I, I always thought May 15th is the day everything's safe. And today's the 14th. It should be okay. <laughs> it should be, but We definitely
3: can get, you know, some chilly temperatures throughout the course of May. Um, Our, you know, usual last 32 degree or lower day, the average is the 27th of April. But the latest Libby is actually the 27th of May, and that was back in 1961. So, I mean, we could get some cold (laughs) mornings. But I tell you, frost, I I don't think we'll have widespread frost tonight because you need about 36, 37 degrees for that. I think we'll just manage to be above that. But if you do have some plants that you potted – or if you planted them, it might be good to cover
2: those or at least bring them inside if you can. Well, it's a good thing I have my son around today because he's going to have to help me bring mm. them all in. <laughs> We're going to tell you about my son. He's, he's, a, he's, he's in the studio with me. He's my special guest. And, and, and Brendan, oh, I know. Isn't it sweet? Well, he's interesting yeah. because he, uh, he was a, a, a newspaper reporter who became an Mm. attorney, and now he's a professional wrestler. So there's a whole story there, Brendan. Yeah, we're going to cover that later on. I know, I know. A special Mother's Day show on Wisconsin Mm. Weekend Morning News. Brendan Johnson from TNJ4, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, take care, Libby. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. And there's something free to do with Mom today. We're going to tell you about that. Also, Matt Miller's here. He's going to tell us what movie you would really love. To celebrate with mom. I don't know. I'm not sure. But he's going to tell us why. Mark Cass is talking about a Milwaukee committee that doesn't want to contribute any money at all to AmFam. Also, we've got a fish story about cheaters we got a special Mother's Day guest, as I just said. My son, Christopher, is going to be here. And, yes, a practicing attorney who is also a professional wrestler. You've got to hear this story. And speaking of mothers, we have a preview of today's WTMJ Conversations. We're going to reveal uh, what happened when the forgotten Kennedy sister saw her mother, Rosemary Kennedy, for the very first time after she had abandoned her for 20 years And it all happened right here in Milwaukee. we got the preview of that conversation. Wyatt's in the newsroom. Isaac's pushing those buttons. And in just two minutes, it's Dominic Catronio in sports right now. 51 degrees at 812 on WTMJ.
4: Game two of the series between the Royals and the Brewers. In fact, in this one, Kansas City had control for most of it until the very last pitch of the game. And the pitch. Hit in the air to center. This is going to do it. Jackie Bradley Jr., the
5: catch. Here's the throw coming on. Brian Anderson scores. And Joey Weimer
4: has just won it for the crew. Bob Uecker on the call. Joey Weimer with his first career walk-off hit. This one, a sacrifice fly. The Brew Crew wins 4-3. to not lost on this, Christian Yelich had two homers in the contest. The first time he had a multi-homer game since 2021. Manager Craig Counsell. I mean, the, the first the first homer was you know looked some kind of off-speed up. It looked like or a cutter up, and um, I mean that ball's well hit. I mean we know he can he has that power. Like he has, he can hit the ball extremely far. But the opposite field one, just you got to get balls. I don't care what hit kind of hitter you are, you got to get balls to get them opposite field. So that that's a blast anywhere. The series finale starts at one ten today, but our coverage will begin at noon with yours truly with Brewer's warm-up leading you to the On Deck Show at 12.35. To the Frozen Pond, NHL playoffs in the Western Conference semifinals. The Seattle Kraken force a Game 7 against the Dallas Stars, a 6-3 dominating win at Climate Pledge Arena back in Seattle. They force a Game 7 on Monday in Dallas. The winner of this series will face the winner of the Golden Knights and Oilers series, Currently, Vegas leads that series 3-2. to two. Some NBA news late on Saturday night. The Phoenix Suns have fired head coach Monty Williams after four seasons at the helm. The two-time coach of the year is now a free agent in what is now a suddenly busy job market in the NBA with these Milwaukee Bucks, the Detroit Pistons, and now the Phoenix Suns looking for new head coaches. I'm Dominic Catronio, WTMJ Sports.
2: Thanks a lot, Dominic. Well, coming up in just a couple minutes, we've got Mark Cass. Uh, Are you aware in to, they want to have a fee on property owners and businesses? help support roads. It's a controversial story. He's going to talk about that. Also, we're going to have your weather. The whole six-day, five-day forecast coming up right after this. It's all ahead on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News, where it's 51 degrees at 817. Well, I don't know if I'm happy about this weather or not. We do have a chance of showers. It doesn't look like it's going to be a rainout, but yeah, I'm going to be out there. We'll we'll get up to about 56, if you are near the lake, 67 inland. But then tonight, we just talked to TMJ4's meteorologist, Brenda Johnson, about this. We're going to get down to the low 40s, which means all those flowers I bought last week, I've got to cover or bring in. Tomorrow looks pretty good, though. Sunshine, 65 if you're near the lake, 75 as you go inland. Tuesday, mostly sunny. Might have a little chance of some showers, 71 for a high. Wednesday gets a little chilly. It's going to be 58 under mostly sunny skies, and then Thursday, Still more sunshine. We'll get back up into the upper 60s with a chance of showers as we get later into the day. Right now, 52 degrees in Mequon. Uh, Kenosha has 50. Oconomowoc's at 54. We have 51 degrees at WTMJ at 820. Well, Mark, on this Mother's Day morning, I don't know if you do any traveling for work and stop in to see relatives on the side, but apparently if you're a county employee in Milwaukee, you've got to fly in and out of Milwaukee's Mitchell Airport. Now, what's the deal with that? Why is he insisting it? In, where were they flying from?
0: This is just a move to try and help the city. There's a lot of talk about flying out of Chicago spread to Milwaukee and then the money being spent in Chicago. So the theory here is from the county executive's point of view that all county travel should be in and out of Milwaukee. And then he went a step further with that and said he would encourage any other agency or any business in the area to also have a policy like this. That was interesting, I thought, because obviously when you're at the county, you can do this. It's not his money. He's obviously using taxpayer money for this. But when it comes to other firms, it'll interesting to see how they're reacting. What I heard throughout the week was, yes, it sounds good, and I try to fly out of Milwaukee, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can only find that nonstop flight out of Chicago. You can only find a much less expensive flight out of Chicago. So sometimes I fly to Chicago. But I think it's the right idea. It sounds good, but implementing it's where it's the hard thing. I think long term, we obviously want to grow Milwaukee. We want to have a strong airport. We want to add flights because the number one thing I hear, Libby, is we need more nonstop flights. We'll see how this plays out long term. Sounds good, but actually implementing it for everybody else is going to be a little bit harder.
2: I want a nonstop flight to Palm Beach because I'll tell you something. Yeah, I... If you ever flew into West Palm, you would never fly okay. into Fort Lauderdale again.
0: <laughs> I said that about Milwaukee. think about how easy mm-hmm. I mean, it is to fly of Milwaukee. You can park on that third level, almost right next to the front door, which I do sometimes. Please don't tell anybody about my secret. And then I walk in and then you walk through security and I I could leave my house in downtown Milwaukee, and I could be sitting there ready to load the plane in, like, 20 minutes. Oh absolutely easy in Milwaukee. On the other hand, it can be sometimes more expensive to fly out of Milwaukee. That's the choice you have to make.
2: And I've made that choice. All right, let's talk about some other Milwaukee County things where apparently, now this was a unanimous decision, a committee said that they didn't want to use any county money to fund improvements in American Family Field. First of all, can this be done unilaterally? And what does it mean in terms of trying to keep the team right here in Milwaukee?
0: There's going to be a lot of arguments. There's going to be a lot of things that aren't going to work well for this thing, but hopefully long-term we'll figure out a plan. But this is the kind of thing where the county has said, at least this committee has now got to go through the full board, we don't want any of our money in this project. It should all come from the state. Now, on the other hand, the state is saying, well, we're thinking about getting involved, but the city and county have to ante up here and help out, just like they did part of the arena. It was a partnership between the state and the county and the city. They all had money in the game. So that's kind of what they're looking for here. So this is all about posturing, all about negotiations. The city and the county clearly want money from the state through more revenue, through a sales tax. So I think they're working that angle. I said to you probably about a month or two ago, I said, this one's going to get ugly. It's going to be like not watching how the sausage is made up in Madison. Hopefully in the next couple of months, they'll figure this out because at risk is the future of the team. They want to stay here. They have a lease through 2028. This would extend it 20 years from now. Everybody wants it to happen. But the most important question is, how is it going to happen?
2: Yeah, it brings a lot of money to not just the state, but to the city itself. I can't believe they wouldn't want to keep them here. Speaking about athletes and a place for them to stay when they come into the city, I saw the photos on the website for the Milwaukee Business Journal for the trade hotel in the Deer District. Wow. Is that yeah, is. cool? You got to be there for the sneak peek, too.
0: Yeah, I actually went through there this week and had a dinner there on a Friday night. And it's an interesting place. It's a really nice place, Libby. It's a great addition to the city, a great addition to that area, which we've seen grow so much. I mean, to have a hotel right in the heart of that district, right across from the marina, is really cool. Inside is pretty cool, too. You're going to like this place. Got a lot of history of Milwaukee in there in terms of how it was built. It also has some pretty cool rooms. They actually have rooms that were built specifically for athletes because the hope is that the NBA squads will stay there. They have rooms with higher mirrors, higher showers, higher longer beds for the athletes with patios overlooking things. And then I found a special room for you. There's a 2,300-square-foot presidential suite on the ninth floor. When
2: do I move in?
0: It's actually a couple levels. has its own elevator. Oh. has a kitchen. It has a patio that looks to the north. has a grass roof. Ooh. That- that you can actually sit on outside and then look both south and west. And it's just luxury to the max. And I'm thinking, maybe he's going to stay there a couple nights a year just because she's special.
2: What do you uh, mean just a couple nights? I mean, I I think, yeah, this could, although I bet that'll get a lot of use during the RNC.
0: I heard through the rumor it's already full for that. And it also has something that I think is very important in Milwaukee, and that's a rooftop restaurant. With outside seating. Mm. You know, you think about the rooftops in Milwaukee. We don't have a lot of rooftops in Milwaukee. And that's a cool thing in other cities. So it's nice to have one right in the heart of this area that's growing. I was having this conversation earlier this week, Libby, talking back to 2014 when it was just the Bradley Center. And you think about that area near there and what happened from May through October? Nothing, right? It got quiet there. There wasn't much traffic. There wasn't much activity. Now there's stuff happening there all the time where the fence, the restaurant, the hotel. And to have a rooftop and to be able to look out there to see that energy and activity. It's so important to the city. I just love to see the growth there. And now I hope to see it move north out of there. It's just really cool to see.
2: I want to talk about Tosa for a second because a lot of people are a little bit upset about this proposed fee on property owners that includes businesses because they want to raise money for the roads. How are businesses particularly reacting to all that?
0: Not well. This is just another way for a municipality to raise money. You see it as a county with a wheel tax. The city has a wheel tax. They're looking for alternate ways to raise money for the roads. And here, this could have a real impact on some of the firms out there, whether they're retail or office. We looked at some of the retailers could pay twelve or $13,000 a year just on this fee, not including their taxes. So this could have a big impact on the city side it's about roads. It's about improvement of the roads to make sure they're in good shape. But this is a step out for them and really trying to raise money. But will the residents allow it?
2: It'll be one to watch, won't it? Well, Mark, are you doing something special for your wife for Mother's Day?
0: We're heading to brunch soon at one of my new favorite spots, and that's for Loopy & Iris right here in the downtown. We're going to spend some time walking around the downtown, maybe the art museum. Just a nice day hanging out in the city, spending time with a woman who's so important in our lives, and I want to wish her a happy Mother's Day. I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. Wish all the moms out there a happy Mother's Day.
2: And I am so excited because today on the show, Mark, my son, yeah. my son is my co-host. So oh, we'll... That's cool. Yeah, that's all today on... Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. We will talk to you again. Thanks for joining us today.
0: Always good to be here. You have a great week.
2: And of course, that's Mark Cass, editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. And yes, in the studio with me is my son.
6: Chris Freiber. Hi. Good morning, and happy Mother's Day.
2: Thank you. This is my Mother's Day gift, right? You, Th- that's, I, you that's got up right. early it's... with me. You came into town to just to be here with me. Uh, and and I, well, you're you're here not just because you're my son. You, you're an interesting person. And just here, we've got a minute or so before we get to news. You were a newsman. You actually that, that were is, a newspaper that reporter. Is, that is correct. And that's when you first got out of school, and yeah. you were in where?
6: Yeah, after college, I worked for a few years at a newspaper in Fairbanks, Alaska.
2: And who were some of the people you talked to when you were there? Uh,
6: you know, if if you know anything about uh, Alaskan politics or actually federal politics, when I was up there, I met uh, Sarah Palin, um, Lisa Murkowski, the current sen- senator. Uh, talked to her a lot, uh, and also uh, former senator Ted Stevens. They named an airport after him, and. Uh, Congressman Don Young, who just died a couple a couple of years ago, they're some of the longest serving politicians in American history. Yeah,
2: and and you had a chance to meet them and talk to yeah, them, and yeah. you talked to Sarah Palin bef- right before yeah, she ran for president. Yeah, yeah. President. Uh,
6: uh, about two months before she was announced as McCain's running mate, um, actually, I met her. And at the time, there had been some buzz up there, even though people didn't know who she was nationally. And, it, and I didn't come out and say, oh, you know, are you going to run for vice president? But I said, have you have you talked to John McCain? And she actually said, well, yeah, you know, I did. I did just talk to him about a, a couple things. And I went to my editors. And I said, you know, this is this is interesting. I think there might be something here. Maybe she is going to be his running mate. And they said, no, 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 that's never going to happen. I don't know. Throw that throw that online. <laughs> Okay.
2: Uh, you were you were trying to be. I, out of the I was on to something. Yeah, but but before, but you talked to all these important yeah. politicians. But when you were in Alaska, the most interesting person you ever interviewed. Well,
6: it was a little little before Alaska, and that was Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav.
2: More interesting than Sarah Palin. Oh yeah, yeah okay. he's a
6: real interesting right.
2: guy. We're going really, well talk about interesting people. We're gonna talk about you and what you're doing now. It's eight twenty eight fifty one degrees at WTMJ. And welcome back to Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. I'm Webby Collins. It's 837. We're up to 51 degrees. It was quite a week this week. Bringing home some hardware, a crazy little thing called Jordan Love, and a crisis at the nation's southern border. There was so much more. It's a Weekend Review brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. What we do here is go back, back. 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 Back
1: operation of the year large market radio news and talk goes to wtmj am i can't
7: tell you how awesome it is to see so much great audio being told storytelling uh, audio is my thing you tv people are okay but the audio stuff it's pretty remarkable.
1: Station of the Year Large Market Radio News and Talk goes to WTMJ
4: AM.
7: On behalf of the station and uh, Goodcomer Brands, I just want to say thank you uh, to everyone for their hard work, and I guess we'll go to the bar too and after this. A bar joke. Yeah, bar joke. Uh, we'll see the bartender after this as well. Tragedy in northwest Wisconsin. A sheriff's deputy in St. Croix County shot and killed over the weekend. The Wisconsin Department of Justice says Deputy Katie
3: Lizing was responding to a call of a suspected drunk driver in a Ditch Saturday evening in the township of
0: Glenwood.
5: Saturday night when I got the call, it was the worst call any law enforcement professional
0: or a family member wants to get.
4: We've seen a, a serious willingness to resist officers and assault officers in particular.
1: Wisconsin is facing a major staffing shortage in law enforcement, with the fewest officers employed since 2008.
0: They're just trying to do their job. They just want to get through their shift, do the best possible work they can, and then go home to their families at the end of that shift.
7: A Janesville high school coach is in jail after a recording device was found inside a girl's locker room.
0: He admitted he
5: placed this GoPro, told us it's been going on for two years, and that he, by his estimation, 18 other persons were victims.
0: A jury in New York has found former President Donald Trump liable for battery and defamation in the E. Jean Carroll case. Having uh, prepared hundreds of witnesses for depositions and having watched Donald Trump for a while, I think he's probably the least coachable person on the planet. (laughs) Jordan Love. I say all the time, control what I can control. And all I can control at that situation is how I approach every day, how I learn, how I grow, and how I get myself ready if my name's called. It's
7: my quarterback. Is Dexter Jetster a Star Wars character? Character, or is Dexter Jetster a Major League Ball player? I say ball player. I'm going Star Wars. The correct answer is. (laughs) Yes, Star
5: Wars. (laughs) I should think that you, Jedi, would have more respect for the difference between knowledge and. (laughs) Wisdom.
3: I am pleased to report that with. No settlement paid, Brett is withdrawing his suit against me. Thank God for that!
7: The eight-year-old boy from Hurley, Wisconsin, who spent two days alone in the woods in the Upper Peninsula, is now sharing and talking about his ordeal.
2: A massive search kicking off for Nancy, who ate snow, covered himself with leaves, and tried to stay positive. I heard people
7: yelling my name, and I saw a lime green thing hanging, and then I saw somebody.
2: Rescuers finding him in good health. Good job,
7: guys. The Trump-era policy known as Title 42, which prevents asylum seekers from coming into the U.S. due to COVID restrictions, ends on Thursday. President Biden last night was blunt, saying the problems at the border are about to get worse. It's going to be chaotic for a while. Everyone seems to agree,
5: Republicans, Democrats, the president, that Congress needs to pass some kind of reform to fix the
0: laws. And so far, Congress has refused to do it. At the moment that the pandemic era, Title 42 expired in Matamoros, Mexico. Yeah. Groups of migrants attempted to cross into Brownsville, Texas through a barbed wire barrier.
2: U.S. Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz confirming already there are 26,000 people in custody.
8: And now,
0: time
7: for the 5 Q. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! All right, what about a boy name? What would Um, you name
2: be? I'm thinking, for some reason, Kenny jumps up.
7: Kenny survey says...
2: Probably Kenny. Because my my husband loved Kenny Boyer from that. From the Cardinals, yeah, Kenny sorry. Boyer from the Cardinals. Go figure, <laughs> Dad.
4: What a week! A. What a week! Good job, guys! Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.
2: Ah, there was a big giveaway yesterday at Amfam Field. The Uke Skywalker bobblehead. Do we have one of those around here, Isaac? Did Not anybody that I bring know one of, in?
3: But I sure wish we did.
2: Oh, oh! For the people who were at. At, at the game last night that they got one. I wish I wish I had had the opportunity to go to the game last night. I would love to have gotten one of those. All right. That was part of the week, too. All right. Uh, coming up. Well, yeah, We talked to my son a few minutes ago. We're going to ask him again how he went from reporter to the next stage of his life. And again, this is my Mother's Day gift. I have my son here with me today. Kind of... Kind of a handling co hosting duty. Also coming up this hour or this half hour, we've got Matt Miller with the movie he says All Moms Should See. It's all I had a Wisconsin weekend morning news, eight forty two. It's 844, 51 degrees at WTMJ. I'm Libby Collins, and it's Mother's Day, So, because I have to work on Mother's Day. I decided to make it a little special for myself. I've got my son here, Chris Freiberg. Chris, we talked a minute ago. You started your professional career as a newspaper reporter. Why did you leave that? Because well, you only did it for a couple of years. Yeah, I
7: did that for
6: about five years out of college. And, you know, I, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. I like writing. People people said I, w- I, was, I was good at it. Uh, you know, the thing is, the if you follow the the newspaper industry at all, it, it's a pretty big boondoggle right now. Um, no, you know, nobody really seems to know how to make money off of it. Uh, I advice is filing or just filed for bankruptcy. BuzzFeed News is closing. I mean, they're, they're online. They're not even newspapers. And I just kind of saw what was going on. And, you know, I was like, I, I got to get out of this. And at the same time, I was covering a lot of uh, legal proceedings, going to court and understood that pretty well. And I was like, well, you know, I think I could I could do that. I think I want to go to law school.
2: So you did it because you were watching the lawyers and the judges. Yeah, I, I would. Talk and you to said them. I could do that.
6: Yeah, it really was kind of like that because you know I'd go and I'd you know cover cover some hearing or, or trial. And it, it all made sense to me, and you know I'd go back and I'd my editor, oh what what, would go, what was going on there? And say, well you know this 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 filing says says this like, huh? Oh that that's what okay all right. But you know if if I was making a little bit of money for that that made. Made perfect sense to me it's like well you know i could make a lot more money as, as an attorney so
2: which which why you've not been do doing that? now for yeah. a few years yeah. you're you're, you're a practicing attorney that is correct but of course then then your your life has taken another direction and yeah. we're going to talk about yeah. that coming up here after the news what what does a what does a practicing attorney do when they get a little bored. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we'll tell you about that one. All right. It is 845, and you're just a minute away from Dominic Catronio on sports right here on WTMJ. Hello, home shop.
4: When you get your first career walk-off, you get dunked with the Gatorade cooler. Those are just the rules, Joey Weimer. He was the hero in Game 2 of the series for the Brewers against the Royals. A 4-3 final when the Brewers didn't even hold a lead until the last swing of the game. And the pitch hit in the air to center. This is going to do it. Jackie Bradley Jr., the
5: catch. Here's the throw coming on. Brian Anderson scores.
4: And Joey Weemer has just won it for the crew. Bob Eucher on the call. Joey kept it simple after the game. Chatting with Bally Sports Wisconsin's Sophia Minner.
1: Did uh, Willie get you pretty good? I know he's gotten you before, but how did that one compare your first career walk-off?
4: Yeah, I'm cold. <laughs> game three of this series comes today at one ten. Our coverage will begin at noon right here on WTMJ. I've got Brewer's warm-up for you, then we'll lead you to the On Deck show at 12.35. How about a Mother's Day Game 7 for you? The Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics from Boston, Massachusetts. Game will tip off at 2.30. The winner will face the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. You can find that game on ABC. Another big NBA headline coming late on Saturday night. The Phoenix Suns have fired four-year head coach Monty Williams. Williams, He's a two-time coach of the year and is suddenly a free agent in a very active coaching market. The Milwaukee Bucks, the Detroit Pistons, and now the Phoenix Suns all looking for new head coaches. And another Game 7 will come on the Frozen Pond. The Seattle Kraken force Game 7 against the Dallas Stars, winning 6-3 in Seattle. Game 7 will be on Monday in Dallas. The winner of that one will face Edmonton or Vegas. They play tonight, Vegas holding a 3-2 edge over the Oilers. I'm Dominic Catronio, WTMJ Sports.
2: Thanks a lot, Dom. I bet Dom got one of those huge Skywalker bobbleheads. Maybe maybe he got us an extra one. Maybe. I'd like to take that one home. All right, it's 849. We're at 51 degrees. Looks as if it's not going to get Too much warmer than that today Uh, If you're near the lake, only 56 for a high Inland, about 67 And it looks like tonight you're going to want to bring those flowers in Because we're going to get down to 43 degrees Tomorrow looks a little better As we get into the mid-60s near the lake And all the way into the mid-70s Inland, under sunny skies Uh, 51 degrees at WTMJ And coming up in just a couple minutes It's Matt Miller what movie would you want to see for Mother's Day? He's gonna tell you right after this on WTMJ.
0: WTMJ, W277CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station.
2: Well, it's time for media critic and pop culture editor at on Milwaukee.com. It's Matt Miller. And I love this song, Matt. Anything with George Harrison, well, any of the Beatles, I'm I'm all in. Why is that song significant to you on this Mother's Day morning?
5: Uh, well, because that is uh, the song from the movie trailer for "Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret," which is the new Judy Bloom adaptation in theaters that I. Was delighted by. I think it's a wonderful movie. Um, you always get nervous when a beloved book uh, gets translated to the movie screen, and you always get a little concerned about how much it's going to survive the translation. And it turns out this one survived it really, really beautifully. It's it's a really wonderful coming of age story. Uh, that that I think also really smartly involves the, the parents in the movie, too, that involves Rachel McAdams as the mother and Kathy Bates as the grandmother and I think does a really smart job of, you know, you think coming of age and you think, you know, okay. high school.
2: Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, what year did that book come out? Wasn't it like in the 80s or something? I believe so, 70s or 80s, I believe. Okay, so, I mean, it's been around for a long time and a lot of young girls grew up reading it. And, um, you know, if you have seen the trailer, oh, it was 1970 that was written. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's over 50 years old. And you said it it holds up because I'm thinking, you know, kids today have different experiences than back in the 70s, when, you know, there was no social media, you didn't have a cell phone, you didn't have access to information like you do today. And you're saying it actually is something people today, young people today, can relate to? I, I I
5: would hope so. I mean, I think there's universal things that people go through at a coming of age. thing. You know, feeling confused and feeling, you know, concerned about your family and, you know, trying to answer big questions when you're a small person. I mean, I will say this movie is surprisingly about religion, and it is a lot about religion and trying to figure out, you know, what you believe in. In what, in what young,
2: way? And how, how does... Well, the main,
5: character of the, the main character of the book uh, wasn't raised with any particular religion, and now she's trying to figure out what she wants to be because she's like, I'm, I'm in sixth grade, I'm a grown-up. It's time for me to figure out what I believe in. And I think what really makes the movie wise is this kind of thing of like, listen, what, that you are going to continue to evolve and change and life is going to continue to throw you curveballs throughout your entire life. There is no moment when you become a grown up. There is no moment you know- when you all of a sudden everything locks in and makes sense. It's always going to change. And I think that's a really wise kind of message that the movie has
2: as you're describing some of it it's reminding me of another movie which was mermaids that the character also was trying to find religion as i recall she was like a jewish girl who wanted to become a nun which and of course her mother was share so that was a whole other thing but (laughs) uh, are there parallels to that i'm sure you've seen that film
5: Uh, Yeah, I think it it actually does share a lot with with mermaids. And what's interesting is that the movie comes produced by James L. Brooks, who did, you know, a lot of those kind of feel-good, like, family melodramas. And and I believe he did Terms of Endearment. I think that was him back in the day. Yeah. and and he just, I think his touch is really good here. It's also the writer-director of this did a great coming-of-age movie a few years ago called The Edge of Seventeen that unfortunately wasn't seen enough, but is really great. Uh, that one takes place in modern day as opposed to Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, which takes place still in the 70s, the movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just really thought it was thoughtful and lovely and funny, and I, I, it's one of my favorite movies of the year so far. So. Really? Was and that I- good? Yeah, and I will say, I don't know how much longer it's going to be in theaters because you've got Fast X coming out this weekend. You've got Little Mermaid coming out next weekend. Oh, yeah. The the theaters are about to get really crowded with big, expensive blockbusters. And Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is definitely not a big blow em up, you know, blockbuster by any regard. Well, the way
2: you're describing it, it sounds like something a mom could take their daughter to see. What would be the age, though? I mean, would you say under, under a particular age you wouldn't take? your daughter to see that
5: yeah I, I think you know it does talk about you know growing up stuff um so i think honestly if you are the age of margaret and above i think you'd be just fine and she'd be how um, old I in actually,
2: that is she what 12 or something uh, it's
5: like sixth grade yeah, yeah. i think 12 11 13. 12 okay. i will say I took, I took my mom to see it and she really loved it and i think the fact that it takes place in the 70s Uh, She had a lot of flashbacks, you know, (laughs) the the fashion and the culture and and
2: all the music, the music and the music.
5: Yeah, Yeah, I I think it really is uh, a better I would say it's probably a better Mother's Day movie than like Book Club 2, which Uh. is kind of doing mediocre at the box office. And I think that's because if you wanted to see Jane Fonda and three of her older friends hang out, you know, 80 for Brady came out just like two months ago. Um, so it, it doesn't quite feel as special of a of a movie experience to kind of do book club again. Which yeah. was, the original was a hit, but kind of a slow burn hit in a different time when that movie came out. And,
2: and that's what I was going to say, is do you think maybe they've, they've aged out now? You know, people who wanted to see that group of, of actors actors you know the Diane Keaton and the Jane Fonda and all that being wacky and oh let's go on a girls trip that you know been there done that and we don't need to see it again
5: Yeah, I think there was a a little bit more of like a specialness to it of like, oh, it's Jane Fonda and Diane Keaton. I will say Jane Fonda and Diane Keaton have made a lot of bad movies in the last decade, too. (laughs) So I think there is a little bit of like less of a feeling of like, oh, wow, look at these screen legends going to be on the screen together. It's like, oh, well, we've seen this a few times, but it hasn't really ever been great. And also, 80 for Brady just came out. So, and, you know, that movie isn't bad. It's, it's probably the best version of a Tom Brady advertisement uh, that you could watch. Uh, why you would choose to do that, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's okay. I would rather see Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. I think it's a better movie.
2: I, I think that's nice that you took your mother to see that movie for Mother's Day. And, and, you know, it is Mother's Day, and, of course, I have to work. So I brought my son here. With me, oh. yeah, I, I, oh, I know everybody says oh. Well, okay, so you know we talked about he was a newspaper reporter and then he became a lawyer, but he's he's now he's now reached out into another career, and oh. and yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a call about a year ago saying, "Mom, Mom, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to become a professional wrestler." And and oh. and yeah, well that's that that's, just, that's a transition. You think? All right. So we're gonna talk a little <laughs> bit about that after the news. Imagine coming home and telling your mom and dad that one, Matt. Uh it's like I said, <laughs> a very special Mother's Day show today on WTMJ's Wisconsin Week of Morning News. Talk to you next week, Matt. And of course you can follow talk him at onmotwokey.com.
0: This is Wisconsin's Weekend
4: Morning News with Libby Collins.
2: And it's a special Mother's Day show today. I'll tell you why in just a minute. But, uh, White, I've got to ask you again about that, that knife fight. Because it's all young girls, 14, 15 years of age... So there was one woman 32 Yeah the oldest
1: woman was 32 she was hospitalized with injuries uh in addition to the two girls who apparently the fight started there's not a whole lot of information that's yeah. been released by the police it was on the north side that's pretty much all we know it says the investigation is ongoing and charges are coming but uh is not there a whole video lot.
2: of this incident
1: Not that I can find I would hope not. I mean, you can watch, like you said, you can watch West Side Story, but that's as close well, as I can get you. Yeah,
2: but I mean, a lot of these kids, unfortunately, when they're getting involved in these altercations, they are taking videos of it. That's why I'm wondering if there's a video that would exist of this.
1: Uh, if, if we have it uh, or if, if, if it exists and we're able to find it, I'll make sure to update you.
2: Yeah, but yeah, Happy Mother's Day, right? These are all young girls who have moms We're probably going to be mothers yeah
1: or who are moms yeah well
2: that's uh, that's a 32 year old yeah well you know that's it's a different time than when when it's me god i'm margaret was was out there in the early 70s okay wyatt i know you're on top of that story thank you so much and i did mention it is mother's day so i'm indulging myself a bit today my mother's day gift is having my son here chris and and Chris, you know, we last hour we started out after college. You were a newspaper reporter for years, then you went to law school. You became a professional yes, practicing I am, attorney. I am a, I am a real, real lawyer. Yeah, you're a real lawyer. But we're not do, We're not talking about law today. We're not talking about legal advice. Although I do come to you for, for yeah, some yeah. when I need I to. I know a few things. Yeah, 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 sure. But what you did, and it, Isaac, I mean, you see my son. He's a big guy, right? I mean, he's just naturally a big man.
3: Kind of looks like a professional wrestler, <laughs>
2: <laughs> kinda, or a f- pro football player, and yeah. and I mean, you played you you played football, you wrestled a little bit. Yeah,
6: I did that the amateur wrestling back yeah, in high school.
2: Yeah, yeah. But about a year ago, I got a phone call from you, and you told me what?
6: That I'm gonna I'm gonna become a professional wrestler.
2: How does one become a professional wrestler? Especially, I mean, you're not you know you're not a teenager.
6: Yeah, you're, yeah, thirty nine.
2: Yeah, okay. How, Started how start
6: training at 37.
2: Okay. And and what is that? I mean, how do you become a professional wrestler?
6: You mean why, why I did it or the actual training?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, what what do you have to do other than saying... I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, they watch the wrestling on TV and they say, oh, that would be fun. I'd like to be out there and kind of entertain the crowd. But, but there's stuff you have to know. What did you have to do to become you know, a professional the, wrestler? The hard part
6: of becoming a professional wrestler is just finding somebody to teach you to do it. You can Google it, and you might find some some places. Uh, like I know there's a, a school in Chicago, and they'll say, "Oh, well, you know, we're going to do this. We want like two, three thousand dollars up front, and you know, it's like two hours for from me. And I think they you know do it once once a week. And but I what do
2: they do? I mean, what what do you do with a these lot of spread? cardio?
6: There's a lot okay. of cardio in- involved. A lot of a lot of uh, running around, um, doing drills with running. Um, actually, that's even before you get into learning uh, how to how to move and, and actually do the moves in the ring. Uh,
2: which is what? What do you learn to do that you didn't know before you started training? You know,
6: one of there's a certain way to run the ropes that you have to learn. That's like something you're going to learn on day one. Then
2: and what does what is running the ropes? That's
6: why you have the the ropes on each side of the wrestling ring, and how you you run in run into those, and you take four steps into the, into the uh, the other side, and there's a certain way you put your arm arm around the ropes. Um Then the other most basic thing you learn is actually called chain wrestling. Wha- that, I'm sorry, what's it called? Chain wrestling.
2: Like a chain. What? Yeah. yeah. What does and, that mean? And that's
6: a lot of the the most basic moves, like how to get into a headlock and uh, a wrist lock and, and and things like that.
2: Okay. And so those are the basic things that you learn. And yeah. they just sort of put you in there with other guys?
6: Yeah. And and those are, you know, the guys who've been around a few years and know these things, and they, they, they show you the basics.
2: All right. And and you started doing this a couple of years ago, before you even told me about it, I think. I think you started. Yeah, so I didn't I get the phone call started... until after you said, okay, I'm going to be doing this, and these are actual professional Wrestling matches. Yeah, I started,
6: I started my training last, last March.
2: Okay. And so when you, were, when you were starting this and you started to learn these things, I mean, what was it about being a wrestler, especially at your age, that, that cap- captivated you?
6: Well, you know, I, I always liked pro wrestling. If, if, if you recall back in what, second grade, I had that, that teacher, that nun who said the problem with Chris is he talks about wrestling too much. And, yes, I remember that. And all that the other phone boys call. Like, like basketball. Yeah, why, I remember why can't, that why phone can't call. he? Second he, he grade, be like, yes. Be mm-hmm. like them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I lost a lot of weight. And that was the one thing I, I wanted to do after I lost all the weight.
2: And instead of. Golfing or yeah, I, or I don't play softball or, or tennis. Yeah, I, or, I don't. D- or I, don't a ball, yeah. I
6: don't have any interest in, in those things. The one thing I wanted to do was professional wrestling. All right, I
2: want to hear a little bit more about that. A professional wrestler. How do you do it? What do you need to do? And also, most interesting, what's finding a character that you can identify with. We'll talk about that. It's 913. Our temperatures today, well, it looks like we're going to be only in the 50s. I don't even think we're going to get out of the 50s today, are we? And the thing I'm most, well, I guess if you're inland, you're going to get into the mid-60s. But the thing I'm most worried about is tonight, they're talking about getting down to the low 40s, which means if you have any flowers out there, you better be bringing them in. Right now, that temperature at WTMJ is uh, well, sort of a, a pleasant, but a little bit chilly. 52 degrees at 914, and you're just a minute away from Dominic Catonio on sports right here on WTMJ.
4: Game two of the series between the Royals and the Brewers. In fact, in this one, Kansas City had control for most of it until the very last pitch of the game. And the pitch, hit in the air to Sutter, this is going to do it! Jackie Bradley Jr., the catch!
5: Here's the throw coming on, Brian Anderson scores!
4: And Joey Weimer has just won it for the crew! Bob Uecker on the call, Joey Weimer with his first career walk-off hit, this one, a sacrifice fly, the Brew Crew wins 4-3. to three. Not lost on this, Christian Yelich had two homers in the contest. The first time he had a multi-homer game since 2021. Manager Craig Counsell. I mean the, the first the first homer was, you know, looked some kind of off-speed up it looked like or a cutter up and um, I mean that ball's well hit. I mean we know he can he has that power. Like he has, he can hit the ball extremely far. But the opposite field one just you got to get balls. I don't care what hit kind of hitter you are, you got to get balls to get him opposite field. So that that's a blast anywhere. The series finale starts at one ten today, but our coverage will begin at noon with yours truly with Brewers warm-up leading you to the On Deck show at 12.35. To the Frozen Pond, NHL playoffs in the Western Conference semifinals. The Seattle Kraken force a Game 7 against the Dallas Stars, a 6-3 dominating win at Climate Pledge Arena back in Seattle. They force a Game 7 on Monday in Dallas. The winner of this series will face the winner of the Golden Knights and Oilers series, Currently, Vegas leads that series 3-2. Some NBA news late on Saturday night. The Phoenix Suns have fired head coach Monty Williams after four seasons at the helm. The two-time coach of the year is now a free agent in what is now a suddenly busy job market in the NBA with these Milwaukee Bucks, the Detroit Pistons, and now the Phoenix Suns looking for new head coaches. I'm Dominic Catronio, WTMJ Sports.
2: You're right, Dominic. It is an interesting time for coaches. I wonder who we'll end up with here in Milwaukee. 52 degrees at 918
8: on WTMJ.
2: All right. I see you are really getting into this this music, by the way. Libby Collins here. My son Chris is here. Uh... For a special Mother's Day show, we're talking about him becoming a professional wrestler. That's your theme music, right? Yeah,
6: that is my wrestling entrance theme music, yes.
2: Okay, why, why did you select that?
6: Uh, I think a, a friend of mine uh, put, put it best, i got to paraphrase phrase him a little bit. He said, it's a song, uh, tell, uh, tell me you're, you're a jerk without coming out and saying you're a jerk.
2: All right, now, okay, so the reason you wanted that song is... You're not a good guy, right?
6: Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm what's called a heel in the business. All
2: right. How do you determine or how do they determine if you're going to be a good guy or a bad guy? Or do you make that choice yourself?
6: Most guys starting off in pro wrestling, they come out as, as baby faces or, or good guys. Uh, but a, as my trainer said, I'm, I'm just a natural heel.
2: You're, you, well, you're big. I mean, you're yeah, really yeah, I'm, big.
6: I'm big and, and just I, I can make myself very unlikable if I, if I want to.
2: Okay. How does one pick a character when they're wrestling because you know everybody knows the rock right and he you know he's if if you've watched any of those documentaries i mean he didn't start out being the rock as we know him today he developed a character right. as many of these individuals do how does one pick that and or is it picked or is it selected for you
6: usually it's the wrestler who who comes up with it and there's a, there's a few different philosophies um one of those is playing somebody else entirely, coming up with an entirely separate persona. Uh, a lot of people, they take things about their personality or their background and sort of crank that up to 11. I think that's that's more common. That's part of what I did. Like, I can give you an example. There's another guy I wrestle with where he used to be a corrections officer. And he also used to, like, a, a wrestler named, named the Big Boss Man who was, was basically a cop, and so that's, that's what he does. He comes out as, like, a, a cop.
2: And, okay. But you selected... An interesting character. Yeah. Well,
6: I'm, I'm already a lawyer, so, uh, so I said, well, I'm going to wrestle as a lawyer.
2: How does one wrestle as a lawyer? I mean, I, you know, usually you think of people coming out and they come out in the, like the trunks and, you know, they, you know, whatever. Yeah. How do you wrestle as a lawyer character?
6: So I, I have a pair of pants. They, a lot of people say, you're wrestling in a suit. Well, no, the pants, they look like they're, they're suit, suit pants, so they're not. And I get some, some dress shirts that are on the, on the cheaper side for, from Amazon. In
2: case I get ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: So yeah, I'm not I'm not going to waste a lot of money on this and then I've got a briefcase and a and a gavel that I that I come with a lot of the time. And I just had some business cards made uh that I'm going to start handing out. Yeah,
2: you business you've got business cards uh that what do you specialize in the business? Ba-
6: body slams, uh suplexes and clotheslines.
2: And apparently there's also a Simpson reference on your Yeah, there's a, card.
6: there's a a reference to Lionel Hutz there for the the oh. Simpsons fans. And what is that? Uh, works on contingency no money down
2: oh okay no money yeah okay get it yeah. all right so so you develop this persona and what's it like when you walk out i mean is that a, a rush because you have your theme yeah. song there's a lot of people i mean yeah. you you i have not been to a match by the way i'm coming to a match yeah. because you're you're actually wrestling for a championship yes. title
6: Yes, this upcoming Saturday in in Chabance, Illinois.
2: Okay. So, but what's that rush like when you walk out, especially when people are booing you? Because as a bad guy or or a heel, nobody likes you.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the crowd really... Really hates me. Uh, there, a lot of the guys say I'm I'm like the most hated wrestler and they have, and I'm you know I got a group and they they hate us all, and they they say a lot of it's that music. They say they really hate that music for some reason. But they, um,
2: <laughs> but you walk out and you kind of walk around the stage, and yeah. and you've got your your suit coat on and your briefcase yeah. and your gavel. I mean, what, what sort of things are they yelling oh, at you?
6: Oh, I can't repeat a lot of that. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just, just booing and screaming. Oh, you suck. You're, you're, ter- you're terrible. Which, you know, that's, that's the reaction that, 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 you want. You know, you can't, oh, we got a, a you can't wrestle chant the one time. So that was, that was fun. Uh,
2: okay. And so, so you get in there and you've done a lot of tag team matches because yeah. I, you've sent me the videos yeah. of these things. Yeah. How i What's the secret to it? Because I well, know I that I can't tell you the secret. Well, okay. I but I mean you walk out, you get the music, it's 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 a show, correct? Right. right. And you you get in there, but you don't start wrestling right away.
6: Sometimes you do. Depends.
2: But but I mean a lot of times there's a lot of talk. Yeah, you're yeah, you're playing yeah, to the yeah. to the crowd.
6: Yeah. Yeah, there's it's it's a it's a performance. It's it's a it's a work. As as we say, um, you don't say fake because that doesn't feel fake when you're you're bumping on the on the map or you got some guy chopping your your, your chest. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a performance. It's just doing something that is going to entertain the crowd one way or another. And sometimes that's the character work. Sometimes that's the talking. Sometimes that's you know running or running the ropes doing something.
2: I mean, I have seen you pick up guys bigger than you, and I've seen you be picked up yeah. in these videos by guys yeah. that it just. Is there a secret to that? Because it seems like that must be. Sure.
6: But I'm not going to tell you what that is.
2: Okay. But, but you literally, I mean, you literally are getting picked up and thrown around as you're doing to other people. Yeah.
6: yeah. That's right.
2: Have you been hurt?
6: Minor things. But I, nothing, I, nothing serious. I like. get worried about that. I, 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 had, I did have to take a couple of weeks off at one point I had, um, an abdominal strain and that's, that's about the worst thing that's happened so far.
2: But I mean, this is so. I mean, you can actually get hurt doing this. Yeah,
6: yeah. I mean, I, I there's a couple of guys I've wrestled with. They've had to take some real time off for for knee surgeries.
2: Are you concerned, especially wrestling? Sure, sure it,
6: that's always a risk risk that you take.
2: But right now, you're loving it. Yeah. All right. My son, the attorney slash wrestler who used to be a reporter. Uh, it's I. What can what can I say? Uh, it's 9.27. As we said, your Mother's Day today. It looks interesting from a weather perspective because those temperatures are going to get to the mid-50s only along the lakefront. But as you go further inland, we'll get up to the upper 60s. But I'm not liking tonight. Looks like some showers are going to move in later on into the day, and then they'll end tonight. But it is going to get cold. We're going to get down to the low 40s, which means if you bought flowers like I did for Mother's Day the week ahead. Uh, You better cover them tonight because it's getting pretty chilly. Uh, Tomorrow looks mostly sunny. High is 65 near the lake, 75 inland. It's 52 degrees at WTMJ at 928. get it. The lion sleeps tonight. It's 936. I'm Libby Collins. Welcome back to Wisconsin. Weekend morning news. Well, it's a happy Mother's Day for everybody today, especially if they visit the Milwaukee County Zoo, because they're having free admission for all mothers. And joining us is Jennifer Diliberti. And Jen, not only do you have free admission for moms, you also have a lot of new moms at the zoo. We do. And we invite people to come on down, mothers
8: especially, to receive that free admission. We have three calves, family farm if people want to start out there. We have a jersey, a brown Swiss and a Holstein calf, and they're all females. So people can see them out on the farm now. And we also have our giraffe moms of people. Remember, we have Marley and Ziggy, which are the adult females. And they do have their calves with them now. One is Poppy, and that's Marley's calf. And then Ziggy has Asante, which is her calf. And they're both almost one year old. So they're still small, but as you can imagine, not that small because some of those giraffes can get up to 13 14 feet tall so people should see them and then we also have our lions
2: which Patty Sharptooth is mother <laughs> I love the name <laughs> Patty Sharptooth that's great
8: <laughs> Isn't that fun? And then her offspring are Eloise and Amara. And so they are female offspring for Patty Sharptooth.
2: Everybody loves monkeys. And you've got some monkey moms and babies too. We do. There are a bunch
8: of babies on Monkey Island. That's one of our most favorite exhibit, I think, of people coming down because that's been here since the early days of the zoo. And so these are the Japanese macaques. People know them as snow monkeys as well. And they're just running all over the island. Some of the babies babies are still pretty small, so they stay real close to mom, but the other ones venture off and there's different things they can do. There's fire hoses they can jump on, (laughs) rock work, a lot for them to do.
2: And they jump on mom's back, too, and go for a ride. I've seen that. What a fun way to spend Mother's Day. Now, again, all moms get in the zoo free today and you're open from 9.30 until 4.30, and if it rains, there's a lot of places to go in and get some cover.
8: Right. We have the Aquatic and Reptile Center. We have a new anaconda over there that people can see her name is olive very very interesting she's 125 pounds so probably the biggest snake that people are going to see in their
2: lifetime and then we have if they want to see a snake at all jen
8: Well, I have to say, I'm kind of with you on that. I've grown to appreciate them after working here, but I cannot tell a lie. They still are a little bit creepy to me, but they are beautiful animals, too, if you think about it. But again, apes, lions, tigers, a lot of places, like you say, you can walk around our outside perimeter of the zoo and then stop in some of the buildings to dodge the raindrops.
2: Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. And Verde, it's always great to have you here. Thanks so much for letting moms know they can get in free at the zoo today. Yes, thank you you so much. It's 939. Speaking of animals, well, they're not quite animals, they're fish. I guess that's a little different, too. Quite a fish story this week. We'll tell you about it right after this. It's all ahead on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. Ooh, barracuda. Oh, you are on top of it today, Isaac. No, it's not a barracuda. It's a walleye. Chris, you've never gone fishing. You're not. That's no, not I, a sport No, I, that you I do. have not. Isaac, do you fish at all?
3: I grew up in Central Wisconsin. Of course, I fish.
2: Okay. Do you ever fish for walleye?
3: Occasionally.
2: Okay. How bigger? How big are the walleye that you caught?
3: It's It's been a while. Okay. I don't. I don't remember.
2: Okay. Well, apparently in Lake Erie they have a walleye trail tournament, and they. I mean, we're talking serious money. Twenty eight thousand seven hundred and sixty dollars was the prize money for this. And two guys, two guys uh, decided they were going to be involved. Uh, I guess uh, their names were Jacob uh, Runyon and Chase Kamnitsky. And well, they, they caught their fish. The fish was were going to win that twenty eight thousand plus prize money, but then this happened.
3: We got weights and fish. There we go. Oh. Oh.
2: Yeah, apparently somebody thought, I guess whoever was running the tournament kind of looked and they decided that these fish looked heavier than what they should have been. They were in a bucket. They looked like they should be four-pound fish, but it turned out they were seven-pound fish.
5: Do you have anything to say,
2: Jake? Yeah, apparently they didn't say anything because when they opened up the fish... They found weights and they found filets, fish filets. I don't know if they were from McDonald's or what the deal was, but they found them. And apparently, you know, there's a lot of videos of it, obviously, you know, videos for everything. And I guess these guys are going to serve some jail time for this. They they have to each pay $2,500 for their fine. They have to make a a. a I guess if they make a charitable donation of $1,250 to a not-for-profit, they'll reduce it to that. But they're going to spend 10 days in jail, six months probation. They have to forfeit their boat and trailer to the Ohio Department of Natural Resources, and they're losing their fishing licenses.
3: Was was the thought process behind this that if you stuff it with more fish, it doesn't actually count as weighing it down?
2: I have no idea. I'm sure that the walleye didn't consume fish fillets and probably not the weights either. But I, who would think you'd cheat in a fishing tournament? I mean, my my mind just doesn't go there. I don't know. Side 44, 52 degrees at WTMJ, just a minute away from Dominic Cattoni on sports right here on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News
4: when you get your first career walk-off you get dunked with the Gatorade cooler those are just the rules, Joey Weimer he was the hero in game 2 of the series for the Brewers against the Royals a 4-3 final when the Brewers didn't even hold a lead until the last swing of the game and the pitch, hit in the air to Sutter this is going to do it Jackie Bradley Jr. the catch here's the throw coming on Brian Anderson scores Weimer has just won it for the crew. Bob Eucher on the call. Joey kept it simple after the game. Chatting with Bally Sports Wisconsin's Sophia Minner.
1: Did uh, Willie get you pretty good? I know he's gotten you before, but how did that one compare your first career walk-off?
4: Yeah, I'm cold. <laughs> game three of this series comes today at 1.10. Our coverage will begin at noon right here on WTMJ. I've got Brewer's warm-up for you. Then we'll lead you to the On Deck show at 12.35. How about a Mother's Day Game 7 for you? The Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics from Boston, Massachusetts. Game will tip off at 2.30. The winner will face the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. You can find that game on ABC. Another big NBA headline coming late on Saturday night. The Phoenix Suns have fired four-year head coach Monty Williams. Williams is a two-time coach of the year and is suddenly a free agent in a very active coaching market. The Milwaukee Bucks, the Detroit Pistons, and now the Phoenix Suns all looking for new head coaches. And another Game 7 will come on the frozen pond. The Seattle Kraken force Game 7 against the Dallas Stars, winning six to three in Seattle. Game seven will be on Monday in Dallas. The winner of that one will face Edmonton or Vegas. They play tonight, Vegas holding a 3-2 edge over the Oilers. I'm Dominic Catronio, WTMJ Sports.
2: And it's 947 on WTMJ Our temperature's oh, about 52 right now Looks as if we're going to have a pretty mild day At least part of it's going to be uh, With those temperatures getting to the mid-50s If you're close to the lake And maybe the upper 60s inland But then we've got a chance for some showers They'll end tonight But that's when that temperature gets down to 43 degrees Cover your flowers or bring them in not happy about that because, boy, do I have flowers and I've got a lot of work to do when I get home. Uh, Tomorrow, though, looks pretty nice. Sunny and a high of 65 near the lake, 75 inland. Looks as if Tuesday we've got more sunshine. Then it's going to get a little bit cooler during the evening. We'll have a high of around 71 degrees and a chance of some showers later in the day. Wednesday, not bad. Mostly sunny, but kind of chilly. 58 for a high. And then on Thursday, mostly sunny with a chance of showers late in the day and a high of 67. Currently Richfield has 55. It's also 55 in Franklin. We're at 52 in Sheboygan. We have 53 degrees at WTMJ at 948. It's a happy kind of song. I wake up on a Sunday morning. I'm Libby Collins. Uh, we're going to be back in a little while with conversations. and This is a conversation you do not want to miss because... Um, maybe it's a story you know. Maybe you've heard about it. Maybe this is the first time. Well, Rosemary Kennedy, who was the sister of President Kennedy, had a lobotomy back in the early 40s. And she spent most of her life institutionalized in Jefferson, Wisconsin. Well, I had the opportunity to talk with author Elizabeth kaler Pentekoff, who grew up in Oconomowoc. And she told me about the first time Rosie saw her mother rose kennedy at mitchell airport after she had been locked away for 20 years
8: the very first visit that rosemary saw her mother was extremely traumatic my aunt and two other nuns took her to the airport to see mrs kennedy come and mrs kennedy saw her daughter far away and rosemary started running toward her and mrs kennedy thought that she was going to get a you know wonderful hug. So she threw her arms open and Rosemary ran and started pounding on her chest, just screaming as if to say, where have you been these past 20 years?
2: It is a fascinating story. And Elizabeth talks about her aunt, Sister Paulus, who cared for the missing Kennedy for over 40 years. That's going to be this morning at 11 o'clock on WTMJ. Uh, It's WTMJ Conversations right after the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. 953. It's Mother's Day, so we've had my... Son here, Chris, kind of helping out. This is my Mother's Day gift. You came to town just to be here. You're busy. You're a practicing attorney. You're a professional wrestler. But somebody wanted to know, because we talked about characters, and you said that your character is a lawyer in the ring, and you have the whole outfit. Right. Can you just give me a little bit spontaneously? I know you don't know that I was going to ask you to do this, but I know that you post videos of upcoming right. matches right. and where you're talking to your challenger. Could you just go into character for a minute here and and oh, just... and and how do you promote the the big championship match you've got yeah. this yeah. this week?
6: look, I don't care how big you are, how experienced you are, how long you've had that title. I know I am going to win the SCW High Voltage Champion because I am a legal genius. I am one of the most brilliant people. No, no, no. Correct me. Uh, Let me correct that. I am the most brilliant person in professional wrestling today, and I will find a way to hit you with the closing argument and take that title off of you this Saturday in Chabance. I rest my case.
2: You like that one, Isaac, huh? That that would have you go to the match, huh?
6: That was good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, I can do that. Yeah,
6: maybe can't move that well, but I can talk.
2: Yeah, and and, and that's part of the secret. I mean, why people come to wrestling matches? They want to see a show. Yeah, yeah,
6: it's the entertainment value.
2: Yeah, and 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 the whole idea is work up the crowd, have some fun. Yeah. Would you classify it as family entertainment? Sure,
6: sure. It's a it's a family show.
2: Yeah. And I mean most wrestling most of these cuz as we said there's independent wrestling throughout the country. I know we've yeah. got some here I think Bruce City Wrestling yeah, here. In 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 Milwaukee, they do it. You're in the Sh- greater Chicago area and they there's multiple ones around Chicago.
6: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of promotions out there if if you if you look look around.
2: Yeah. And and if you wanted to, you could wrestle. I mean you right now you're wrestling maybe once a month. Yeah. But if you wanted to, you could be out there several times a week.
6: Well, usually the shows run Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd I'd take more more bookings if they're out there.
2: <laughs> so, how long do you intend to be a professional wrestler? I'm I'm hoping you continue to be yeah. a, a, a practicing attorney. Yeah, yeah,
6: no, I'm going to be an attorney and a, and a and a wrestler, and you know we will we will see how far this goes and and how long my my body holds up you know when it gets to a point where oh jesus this is really hurting me to, to to wake up in the morning it's you know can't move around in the ring then i should probably stop doing it i'm not i'm not going to be like rick flair wrestling when i'm 74
2: well he, he's huge he is huge
6: yeah yeah but probably shouldn't be doing it in, in his 70s
2: but he doesn't move around a whole lot either no, no yeah okay so favorite favorite wrestler for you of all time the undertaker why
6: I, you know, I, I just he's one of the first wrestlers I saw when when I was a kid. Just always liked the the presence, the character, just just what he could do do in the ring. I and mean, the guy was like six ten, three hundred and thirty pounds, and he he could move like somebody ha- half his size.
2: Is he still and wrestling? Is he still? He, around? he
6: finally just retired. Uh, what in twenty twenty
2: so he was how old when he was wrestling He
6: uh, he wrestled I think about he was 54 55 something like that so
2: this is a sport that you can continue to do into yeah, your 50s there's
6: there's guys I've I've met who are doing this into their 50s and even 60s still
2: and then there's Ric Flair
6: yeah who's, well I I heard um I think it's the one of the one of the bushwhackers' they're, they're, they were a big tag team yeah. uh, the one the one just died and one is still alive and he's apparently still wrestling at like 73 74.
2: are you kidding yeah
6: yeah that's what I've heard there's something about. I'm, I'm I mean, okay. people who
2: love it, yeah. they love it. I mean, yeah. the, you, the it gets, crowds... It gets addicting, and you get little kids, yeah, who love to come. Yeah, yeah, kids and, love it and love to boo you.
6: Yeah, yeah, they hate the kid. The kids love the show, but they hate me.
2: <laughs> Chris, thanks for joining oh, us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Remember to put your plants that you put them out there, cover them tonight, or bring them in because it's going to be a cold one. The academic Mortgage and Realty Show is up right after the news here on WTMJ.